Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody. I am Lucia Matuonto, and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin! This episode is sponsored by Formatted Books. Formatted Books is a book design company for independent authors who want to see their written work come alive. Hello, listeners. Welcome to another episode of the RV. Today, we are headed towards Philadelphia to talk to Luisa Ramondo. Luisa is an award-winning real estate agent who has just published her first book called Beyond the Cobblestone. Ciao, Luisa. Como estai? Ciao, bene. Welcome to the Relatable Voice. I was looking forward to talking with you. Thank you. I was too. It's a pleasure to be here. Piacere. Yeah, piacere. So, <laughs> Luisa, Italy has such a piece of my heart, so much so that I married <laughs> an Italian. <laughs> so what part of Italy are you originally from? So my parents are Pugliese. They come from uh, towns outside of Foggia. My mother's from Morsada and my father is from Troia. So they're both really small towns uh, in the Puglia region of Italy, which is in the south. And then they moved to uh, Torino at different points in their lives where they got married. And my sister was born there before they ultimately came to the United States. Oh, have you been to Italy? Yes, yes. I've had the pleasure of going a lot of times over my uh, life. We used to go when I was younger because my father doesn't have anyone in this country. All of his family is still in Italy. So growing up, we would go back and spend a little time visiting with them through the years. And uh, I have a very strong uh, group of family and connection there as well as here. Uh, Italian families, they are adorable. Oh, I know. I know. I love them. I wish I could see them more often than I do. And what are the things that you didn't expect and surprised you when you went to Italy for the first time, positive or negative? So I was I was very young the first times I went, but I would say as when I could remember <laughs> the positives and negatives, uh, I would say I would go to Italy as um, and live there. I wasn't there as a tourist. So it was a completely different experience, which I didn't necessarily expect. So when I would go and stay with family members at their homes, 
it, I was experiencing Italy in the way that they do living there full time. So we went to the supermarket or the, you know, they didn't call it the supermarket, but we went to the market every day for what we were going to cook. And we didn't, you know, washing clothes and they didn't have dryers to wash, to dry their clothes as, you know, not everyone had that anyway. So there was differences like that, different, you know, things that were different from the way I was growing up in the United States that I don't think I expected that was, um, maybe a a negative, or it was just a difference, not necessarily negative, but a positive was, you know, being there with that close family and uh, experiencing the way they live life in Italy, which is so different than the way we live life in the United States, the appreciation for uh, family and food and, you know, having a glass of wine or an espresso together at the end of the day, it was all those beautiful things that I didn't really, you know, know about as much in the United States as I did when I went to visit my family there. Having a glass of wine and talking about, you know, just chit-chatting, talking about how to make pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Or pasta. We always made fresh pasta and that was always a battle because everyone had a different way of doing it and and they were convinced that their way was the best way. Mm -hmm. And, (laughs) you know, Louisa, the first time I went to Italy, I was at friend's house and the big animated argument started. Or so I thought. I was <laughs> very worried. And then I realized that they were just chit-chatting. <laughs> oh, yes, I know. My husband still doesn't understand. He's like, why are you yelling whenever I'm talking to him? And I'm like, I'm not yelling. This is the way I, I always talk. So it's kind of funny uh, how, you know, our, our natural level of our voice is a lot higher than people, I think, are used to. <laughs> and the hands as well, the- Oh, they're all over the place. (laughs) And you are also a good cook, as I could see. Uh, Well, my family enjoys what I cook for them and my friends. So I do spend a lot of time doing that. I love uh, making meals for my friends and family just because it's, it's something I enjoy. I love to eat. I can't say that I don't enjoy food. And, uh, and it really makes me happy to make some interesting Italian dishes and have everybody enjoy them around the table. And, you know, it's just what I grew up with and it's what I like to do now. Mm-hmm. And what is your favorite Italian dish to make? Oh, broccoli rab. I love broccoli rab and orecchiette, usually mm-hmm. with a little, a little prosciutto or sausage or some kind of a pork, you know, with it. I, I usually do that. Um, it's one of my favorites. I, you know, the usual pasta, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't, I have to admit that I don't like to cook, but I love eating <laughs> just like you. <laughs> and well, that's okay. And I love everything they cook. Oh, yes. I, I, I haven't had a bad meal in Italy or in an Italian home. <laughs> mm-hmm. Me neither. So, Luisa, Do your parents like American-style Italian food? No, no, and that's definitely no. (laughs) So my mom and dad really don't even go to restaurants at all. Uh, The best restaurant, I always say, is their home. So we go there, and my mother cooks, and my father cooks, too. They both cook really, really well. And that's what we enjoy. They uh, they don't enjoy, you know, I mean, I guess if, if I have to say if they did have American foods or um, Italian style food in America, they're probably going to stick with a pizza because everybody likes pizza. Um, but that's about it. You know, um, my husband is pretty snob about it. He doesn't like it. No, 
No. So usually we don't go out to eat Italian food no. outside Italy. No. We don't either. And I, and we very rarely eat Italian food out at all because, you know, we have it at home often enough that if I'm going to go out, I think I'd rather have something different. Mm -hmm. And changing the subject, Louisa, you're such a successful real estate agent. Yeah, thank you. Yes, I, uh, I have a, a really great uh, business in the Philadelphia suburbs called The Main Line. And uh, it's great. I live here. I work here. I have a lot of wonderful clients here. And, um, and I've built a great business that I, I'm happy to, to work, you know, right now because it's just, it, it affords me the ability to have flexibility in my life with my children and, um, and still be very fulfilled in my job. So that's been a really great thing for me. What made you want to start writing? So I was inspired probably from the time I was very young by a picture that my mother has um, from her childhood. And it's actually the front cover of my book. So she uh, has this, this picture of herself standing outside in like a, a cobblestone street area with buildings, you know, like stone buildings surrounding her and she's knitting and she has friends sitting around her. And I've always been intrigued by this girl, this cute looking little girl in a dress in the middle of all of these stones. And, and it just, you know, I always wondered what it was like to grow up in an area like that, or, you know, because I was growing up in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, I didn't grow up in, in that kind of a setting. So I was always intrigued by it. And as I got older, her stories became more and more important to me, and I didn't want them to be forgotten. So I just started to kind of write all of the information down. I would go to my parents' house, sit in their kitchen with them, with my laptop, and just type away all of the details, the, you know, the timeline of the events that occurred and the people's names and the dates. And, and that's just kind of where it all started. And that was probably, that started probably about 10 years ago, I would say, that I started, you know, writing down all the details of the story, not really even knowing what I was going to do with it. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Wow, so it's it always started 10 years ago. It did. It really uh, is interesting because, like I said, when I started, I had no idea what I was doing. I really wasn't thinking about writing a novel. And I just thought, well, you know, I'll write all this information down so that our family knows and my cousins know. And, you know, we have all the details. But that was kind of, you know, it, that's all it was. And somewhere along the line, it evolved into, <laughs> into a novel. Yeah, I was checking your book. It's called Beyond the Cobblestones. Yes. 
Can you tell us quickly what the book is about? Yes, it is. It's it's a you know a beautiful story about Claudia, uh, Claudia, if you want to say it in Italian. <laughs> and she is a young girl growing up in southern Italy in the in Orsada. I, I you know I kept the I kept the towns the same, but uh, I changed all the people's names. And, um, you know, she's very poor and she doesn't have any opportunity. And, you know, school is difficult because they only have school up to a certain age in town. And then you would need some money to continue going to school. So a lot of kids don't get to do that. Uh, and there's just a lot of adversity around her. And she really just is so determined to change her life and ultimately the life of her family that she sets out on this, this journey of, you know, getting away from of everything she's known in her little town to, to expand her world into something bigger and better. And, and she doesn't even know when she starts what she's going to do. She just kind of knows that there's more out there for her and she go, you know, she starts on that journey. So it is a young adult kind of leans a little young adult. So it's appropriate for any age. It's really just got some great inspirational messages in it that I think anyone reading it can kind of get, the idea that, you know, perseverance, hard work, those are the kinds of things that we need to succeed. And what do your parents think about this book? Oh, they are over the moon. So excited. I was a little worried when my mom and dad read the book because I was afraid they were going to say, you know, wait a second, that's not the way exactly the way that this happened. Um, because I did take a little artistic license to change some of the things that I wrote about. I, you know, like I said, it was inspired by my mother and most of the stories that occur in the book actually did happen, but I did fictionalize everything. And, um, and I was worried when they read it, what they were going to think, but they were just so excited. And I, and my father actually had tears in his eyes and they couldn't believe it. They didn't know, they didn't know where it came from. How did I take their stories and turn them into this? this novel that is now, you know, out there in the world for people to see and read. And, uh, and the reception has been really great. So I think that they love that too, because people are telling them they're really enjoying the, the book. Uh-huh. And are you going to translate this book to Italian? That is my goal. Uh, I know a lot of people in Italy do read and speak English, but uh, in those towns that I reference in my book, I think that there is less tourism and more people who, who live there full time as Italians and don't necessarily speak English. So I'm thinking about um, working with my publisher on that next step, as well as the uh, audiobook. I think it would be a great idea. For sure, they will want to this book. <laughs> I think so. I hope so, because I know myself where I live. If someone wrote a book that took place in my town, I would definitely want to read it just because you want to see, you know, what you recognize in the book about your town. So I, I'm hoping that people in Italy will be interested in reading it as well. And out of curiosity, maybe eventually, would you ever consider living in Italy? Yes, absolutely. I think um, I think my plan right now is at some point in my future to spend ultimately about a year living in Italy because I've never really lived there for any extended period of time. The longest I've gone, I think, was maybe 45 days when I was growing up. Those were the longest trips we ever took. But um, I do want to spend an extended period of time there. So I, I'm looking for opportunities to maybe spend about a year there, probably when my uh, children are a little bit older and maybe out of college and I can get away. <laughs> and what about your kids? Do you feel like they want to know their Italian family and if they want to learn about the culture? 
Yes. Yeah. So they, they definitely know them already because especially with uh, social media, with FaceTime, we get to communicate with people a little bit better. Even if we're, if my kids, my kids have only been there uh, once to meet people in person, but they connected with a lot of the the kid, the, the younger people on social media. So now they keep in touch that way, which is great. Cause I love to see this next generation, you know, staying together and keeping in touch. Yes, absolutely. And I've chose a quote for you Mm -hmm. and this quote is from Leo Buscaglia and he says all of my youth growing up in my Italian family was focused around the table that's where I learned about love so what do you think about this quote I think that is a beautiful and extremely accurate quote for probably most Italians I um, you know, every meal that we ever had was, uh, you know, around the table in like with family and friends talking about anything and everything that we wanted to talk about and being open and honest with each other. And, uh, you know, the love that came out of that is something that i still have with me today, even with, you know, some of the family and friends that are no longer with us. And it's something that I still continue to do with my family and friends now. And I don't know what it is, but I feel like the food is, is the, is the center of everything. It's the center of our holidays. It's the center of our Sundays. It's this, you know, it's just something, and it's not necessarily the, the eating part. It's just being around the table and being together. That has always been so important. And I, I completely agree with that quote. Okay. It's beautiful. I was looking for a quote for you. And when I read this, I said, this is Louisa. That is Louisa, right? Because I love food and I love my family. <laughs> Louisa, are you currently working on anything you'd like to share with our listeners? Yes, absolutely. I have a few things that I'm working on. Uh, number one, like I mentioned, I'm working on the audiobook right now for Beyond the Cobblestones that will be out in February of 2022. And the hardcover edition actually will be out this year, November of 2021, just in time for the holidays. And I've also started my next book, which is a, basically a continuation of Claudia's life and what happens when she's in the United States. Oh, great. You are doing yes. so many things. <laughs> yeah, it's exciting. And that I'm hoping that'll be available this time next year, fall of 2022. And I hope you can come to the Relatable Voice. Yes, I would love that. And Louisa, I just want to tell you that I will be in Florida and I'm pretty much thinking about visiting you and try your food. <laughs> I would love it. If you came to my house, I will definitely cook for you. <laughs> Awesome. Now I'm going to buy my ticket to Philadelphia. So, Louisa, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. The feeling is mutual. It's been a pleasure. Louisa's book, Beyond the Cobblestones, is available on Amazon. And also you can find Louisa on her website, www.luisalivonoramondo.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening and remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time.
Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.